What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 89 of the Taste Cast, our weekly podcast where we talk about things, react things, do much random shit. I'm Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. And we're back, baby. After uh, like two weeks of not doing Taste Casts, it's going to be a little weird, a little rusty, but we're going to get through this. Quick reminder to play Hitman Season 1 and For Honor, both offer free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of the month. And we'll talk about it on Plus Club. Uh, let us know your opinions of the games. We'll let you know ours. And our game of the month randomly picked is Soul Calibur 6. Also play that and talk to us at the end of the month on Game of the Month. And uh, a very, very gentle reminder, next month I get to pick Game of the Month. I'm very excited. I wonder what it'll be. I don't I don't know. I'm, I've been playing a lot of games recently. I'm trying to figure out what we should all be playing. Also, we have Discord link down below. Talk to us anytime, all the time. We have a new Apex Legends section. If you're playing that game, you want to show off that you are winning or complain that you're not winning. I'm experiencing both quite a bit. Um, and we are on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you'd prefer to listen to us, and if you're listening to us and you want to check us out on YouTube, check us out at Tasty Loot Gaming. We shoot every single episode. Yeah, so with every taste cast, we typically start out with what we've been playing. I have 11 games on my list, so I don't know if I should go first or last. Probably last. Okay, yeah. And ladies first. Well then, in that case. <laughs> Just jump on in. Um, I've been playing Warframe here a bit. Not too much, nothing crazy to report there. Um, I've been playing, I played some Hitman. Nice. That's, you know, game of the month or plus club, so can't talk too much about it, but okay. I've been playing it. But be honest with me. How far have you gotten into it? Uh, I've done the first two missions. Okay. First two? Yeah. We did the same exact amount. Have you you got to the fashion show? Yes. Okay. I'm about to say, at least play that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Before you you give up on the game or something like that. Because before that, it's all tutorial. The fake bow is part of the tutorial. And the fake um, hanger is uh, Mm -hmm. part of the tutorial. So. Right, right. Even though they're so. really robust and you can replay, replay them multiple times with multiple different outcomes. So mm-hmm. it gets kind of confusing. I just want to make sure you guys know those are not the actual levels yet. Yeah, no, I, I plan on playing more. I just haven't okay. had time. Um, I've also been playing a lot of Monster Hunter lately. Nice. Um, because the Witcher 3 crossover event is up. Uh, I need to play um, it. And it's a bitch and a half. Damn. Um, the, the monster you fight is an ancient... Lichen, lichen, something like that. Some sort of forest monster. Um, it it's has lychee, the most dog. health. Yeah, the forest lychee. Yeah. <laughs> it has like 65,000 health or something like that. It has more health than the extreme behemoth does. Damn. By a lot. So it's a bitch and a half to fight, and it, it routinely one-shots everybody. It's really hard. It, it's not soloable. Like You have to have a party of four just to put, output enough damage to kill it. I'm stressed out even hearing about that. I spent three hours the other day trying to beat it and didn't beat it once. Damn. Yeah. Well, they really went for a a challenge on that then. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. <sighs> I don't think I'm so, even ready to do that. I'm not. <clears throat> I'm I'm just gonna put on my healing hunting horn and sit in the corner and just play the Healy song over and over again while everybody else does stuff. <laughs> you guys do the work. I'll just keep you alive. <laughs> like, what's that guy doing over there, swinging that club around? Walking out, dude, having a blast. We're all gonna die anyway. Might as well party. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then um, I've been playing a lot of uh, Final Fantasy XIV, just catching up on stuff. Okay, so this is where I'm confused. You are working now, and you're somehow playing Warframe, Monster Hunter, and Final Fantasy Mm XIV. Is there multiple Chris's? (laughs) That is confusing to me too. Did you get cloned? (laughs) 
possible. That's so much game. <laughs> he I mean, did say I don't leave the house on my days off. Yeah. Oh, this weekend, aside from going to the dentist, I was like, last weekend I was living in a cave, living by candle fucking light and uh, playing Monopoly. So this weekend, I'm literally just going to mold myself into my chair and fucking just play video games the whole time. And I have been so far. I've been trying to do the same. I didn't, I haven't like gone full bore, but I have played quite a bit this weekend, which was nice. So. I had somebody take a metal pick and and put it right up in my gums and just scrape and scrape and scrape and I opted out of getting fully numbed out for numbing gel which isn't as good so it's kind of painful and it was, it was pretty bloody and I would have rather done that today again than last weekend because <laughs> I was bored last weekend we're going to see if your gums are bleeding by taking this needle sharp metal object and shoving it in your mouth mm-hmm. oh look you're bleeding oh look you're bleeding yeah, eh, it's to get the stuff out. So, yeah. uh huh, sure. Gum disease, gum disease, welcome, gum disease. Welcome to gum disease gaming. <laughs> where we talk all things dental and gaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anything to yeah. report in any of those games? The other than the Witcher Three event being a bitch, but it's got some cool armor. No. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck! I need to catch up in that game. I mean, the the weapon you get is is end game viable, so it's not like just some sort of fun looking weapon. It's That's it's cool. it's a really potent sword and shield that does a lot of dragon damage. I was about to say if they're gonna make it really fucking hard, hopefully it's not just something cool looking you get. Yeah, so. no, there's there's Geralt armor and his swords, which are sword and shield, and then you get Cersei armor and you get her swords, which are dual daggers. Siri, Siri. Yeah, that one. Whatever. The the phone chick. The chick on your phone. Yeah, that one. Siri. Yeah. 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 It's like, hi, Chevy. It's going to every time I ever hear her talking. <laughs> yeah, because I always forget my, my fucking phone screen turns on by itself when it is faced up now because my old phone didn't do that. And I'll hit the the home button on it as well. <clears throat> Not the home button, the power button. But it'll turn Siri on sometimes because I'll hold it a little too long. And then I'll just be talking and not looking. And all of a sudden, it's like, I don't understand what you're saying, Chevy. I'm like, God, I'm not talking to you, bitch. Don't talk to me, motherfucker. <laughs> Shut up. Get out of my business, bitch. All right. What are you even playing? Uh, I also played a little bit of Hitman. I uh, have done the – because you do the boat part twice. Mm. And then I'm in the third part right now. So that's where I left off. So not far enough to really have a solid opinion. Uh, just enough to know how the game feels control-wise. Yeah. Um, uh, well, let's see. What else did I play? I played uh, off and on because I got I keep forgetting we didn't do shit last weekend. So I got to yeah. kind of pull back another week of memories, and this doesn't work so well. Um, Dragon Quest Eleven. I have been uh, making a point to at least every couple days play it for a couple hours because I would like to get through it. Um, without Before it comes out on Switch, you got to buy it again. But, well, that's not going to happen, but... Uh, I'm buying it without again. spoiling anything for anyone who's playing the game and is interested. Uh, but for people who have beat it and they know more of my progress, that I got the sixth orb. And another spoiler: all the characters look like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> so I have, I have six Dragon Balls. They didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> cha long, hey cha long. <laughs> Copyright. Um, yeah, we're gonna get in trouble. That was too good. It's too accurate. <laughs> exactly so, yeah. the song uh playing that game it's it's still fun uh it's really good it's it's funny because like i'm never like like oh i gotta go play dragon quest but as soon as i am Fuck. playing it i, I don't want to shut it off yeah 
So that's a good sign for that game. Uh, yeah, I miss it. You can still like, play like it. an old friend who, who left. <laughs> uh, let's see what else I play. I uh, downloaded a couple of the demos from after Nintendo Direct happened, uh, and then we played a couple during the snowpocalypse. Also, if you want to see our reactions to Nintendo Direct, it was like two episodes ago. I will try to remember to put a card up in the top yeah. corner here. Um, <clears throat> well, let's see. We try. I tried the arms demo for a moment because I had never played that during the snowpocalypse. Yeah, you hated it instantly. Yeah, it's it. I hate the way it con- it's, as soon it's, as it started. It's purely motion control. Purely. Yeah, I'm not into it. I thought it looked kind of neat. It looked like gimmick, like gimmicky as fuck. But super. But as soon as it, it started, you're like, I hate this. Super responsive. I have to give him that. It looked pretty it's responsive. Very responsive. I hated how the characters moved, but yeah, it's it's definitely like to show off the the motion yeah. uh, of the switch, and it is very good in that regard. I just. They fit a lot of weird shit into those very, very, very small little things they call controllers. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how they do it. I uh, showed uh, you those things a vibrate bit pretty of, fucking hard too. Uh, Puyo Pop Tetris. Yeah, uh, so you got to see that a little yeah. bit. Did you play Tetris Ninety Nine? I downloaded it. Um, you have to have their premium service, their online service to play it though. So I hadn't had a chance to actually play it yet. I, I want to try. Pay for their online service to play it. So. Uh, downloaded Damon X Machina's demo. Uh, that is, if you are unfamiliar, it kind of looks like Armored Core and some of the people who worked on Armored Core are uh, working on it. Took the visual and gameplay style of Armored Core and made their own game. Um, and so far, it, it plays pretty all right. I think I uh, I need to spend a little more time with you it on the bigger screen. Yeah, a little oh, bit. Uh, I also nice. downloaded a demo for Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Played that a little bit. Uh, there's a lot of neat things there. Uh, and a lot of things I wish were still there are mixed on it. Oh, Oof, I don't like that. We'll see. I, I'm just so used to like fighting and it's, a lot of the game you're not. Yeah, so. I, I was actually really stoked on it. And then somehow I completely missed that it didn't have fighting. And then you told me and I just didn't believe you. It does have fighting against trainers. No random yeah, encounters. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And you told me, and I was like, that can't be real. And then you told me like days later, you like said it again. I'm like. Wait, it doesn't have fighting? You told me? I'm like, that can't be real. That's not a thing. <laughs> Finally looked into it. I was like, what the fuck? How are they going to remake that whole game and leave that out? Yeah. I feel like I did. Oh, and I showed you Octopath Traveler. Which is really fucking neat looking, and yeah. I love the music. Yeah, it, so. it reminds me of PlayStation era RPGs, which is, which is a very high, high compliment. Because that was like the era That's for weird. RPGs. Yeah. No, I, I love it. I need to sit down and just beat it. Uh, what did we play? Fire Emblem Warriors. We played that yeah. too a little bit. Which made me want to pick it up because mm-hmm. I love Fire Emblem and I love hitting things. Yeah. And that's what it does. I would say it's a Warriors game. So yeah. if you're into just beating up you know, large hordes of people with an overpowered hero. That's luckily that's it game. had enough, like a lot of characters in it too. And it seemed like I had a cook because all those games that take after other properties always have their own little thing that is supposed to be like that property. And like some of the games just don't nail it mm-hmm. the same way. Like some games don't have enough characters to get the whole dynasty warriors feel for sure. And uh, some of them don't have enough features to really make them like I have the berserk game that they made and it's, it's cool. Cause it's berserk. But I was playing, I'm like, this doesn't have enough stuff in it, though, stuff, for this yeah. kind of game. It's still, you're just walking and hitting shit, like hitting the same button over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I need a lot of loot and a lot of characters for that. 
And Fire Emblem has both, yeah. fortunately. Yeah. So, so, so and, yeah. And Berserk has a that. bunch of characters, and they only have like nine in there. And I was like, what the fuck? It might not have been a high priority dev wise, resource wise mm. for them. So I own it though. Yeah. What else did I play? Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, mm-hmm. If anyone who watches plays that i am working on my eureka weapon and i am almost done with the pegos step of that so i'll be moving on to pyros it's a whole of language pretty much uh <laughs> i'm almost halfway done with my weapon is the best way to put that um community uh member psycho scream joined our free company today as about time about fucking He's time on our server and about our free time company so uh anyone who's interested slacking coral is the server on the aether data center cool tasty loot gaming is a free company <laughs> <clears throat> i scared chris it's just grossed out by the way you said that yeah so you weren't the one that had to force that out of your throat <laughs> did not feel good didn't sound good wasn't worth it but i uh i like to try new things so I think that's it i need to hop back into fall fantasy and i will because i always do you and keith keith oh he left huh he's been gone a while what's he been playing world of warcraft, world of warcraft. it's his turn now what are you what are you been playing keith <laughs> let's hear about it um yeah anything else no that's it i yeah. i the one thing i think i want to add is and obviously uh it's been a topic of conversation a lot lately. I, I, I want to try Apex Legends out a little bit. So. You should. So do I. Everybody likes it. Even the people who didn't want to like it like it. Although, I have to say, the microtransactions do kind of suck. But the game has to make money. So just don't buy them. It has to make money. Don't support it. <laughs> if they hate them, don't do it. For but sure. Fucking, you want Speak that game to be wallet. successful? Yeah, fucking yeah. give them money. They deserve it. The game's great. Um... My turn. You're up. Okay, I got a, I got a lot. I got a lot. I played a lot of games. I uh, I bought like four games, and then my power went out for five days, four days, three days, whatever the fuck. And then uh, when the power came on one of those days for like an hour or two, I just hopped onto my PS4 and bought like four other games, and then the power went out. And I was like, okay, I'm never going to play all these games. And then fucking Far Cry, New Dawn, and Metro Exodus came out the same day. And I was like, fuck. So, all right, let's get into this. Um, I bought, on a whim, Override Mech City Brawl, which is a game we watched a video on a while back on this channel. We had never even heard of it until we watched it. Me and Chevy seemed pretty interested in it, yeah. Um, I, not being super super hyped on it, uh, don't mind supporting a smaller company, and I was curious about it, so I bought the game. Um, it's, it's exactly what you'd expect. Um, you pretty much pick one of many. There's, it seems like there's at least 12 or 14 mechs to pick from oh, nice. that all have a shitload of outfits you expect from a game like Overwatch or Apex Legends or you know any games like that where there's a lot of cosmetics. Uh, you unlock them um, from playing the game. There's also weapons you can unlock that you can summon down to use against monsters. It has a single player for every single mech, which is interesting. They all have their own story which is kind of cool. And then it's got a bunch of brawl stuff that you can do, just like arcade type shit. One thing or two things about it, I think are kind of weak outside of just everything about it is like, it, it feels like a smaller company made it and it's fun. It's fun. Um, but uh, it's um, the combat isn't, and it might get better because there's like perks and stuff you'll unlock to, to add to your character, which is kind of cool. You can make builds. 
Um, but it feels flat. It, it feels like you're just kind of hitting the triggers and just swinging forward. And you got to aim your character at them and swing at them. And it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel tight. Mm. It doesn't play super tight feeling. So it's just something you'd have to get used to. Um, and then, shit, there's another thing I was going to say and I completely forgot. Oh, uh, there's a bunch of destructible buildings, but they destruct as soon as you touch them. I thought it'd be cooler if you flew into them, they'd break over time or get hit enough and get destroyed. I'd like that more because you get a sense of destruction and power versus like, the buildings are just decorations that you just kind of break like they're Christmas ornaments. Like every time you even like your toe touches one, they go, oh, I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of, it's kind of boring. So, but, um, yeah, I couldn't really highly recommend it to anybody unless you really want to support that. And you think that kind of game, you're, you know, giant mechs fighting monsters sounds, um, fun, but, uh, but I don't, I don't regret buying it. So I'll probably play it some more. Hopefully next time Josh comes over, me and him could probably play it because he likes those kind of games. Uh, I've been playing Apex Legends like everybody else on the planet. Um, and uh, it's very fun. I got to play uh, shout outs to All Mixi, uh, Psycho, and Wade, even though he's coldest of Reapers. He revealed his name early on when we first started talking to him. So now he's just Wade, um, which is, which is great. It's great. But it's not as there's less allure to it as if we call them coldest or like Almixai or Psycho. Yeah, even though we know Almixai's name, I know Psycho's we just as well. Dare not speak it. You know Psycho's <laughs> name from PlayStation. Oh shit! He also revealed where he, where he's from recently too. We're finding out stuff about that boy. <laughs> I will not reveal it here. I'm not a doxer. Um, but yeah, I played with those three um, and a bunch of random people. Uh, got quite a bit of wins um did a highlight video if you want to check that out the quality shit i apologize i recorded those on my ps4 put them on a fucking flash stick put them on my computer they didn't work in premiere so i had to convert them to a, a format that that worked so they're already lower quality lower the quality even more so that's why it looks like that but um game's really fun really happy with it uh it's a blast to play really fun to play with friends uh has super intuitive um features and i think everybody should at least try the game especially since it's free to play i'm not going to talk about it too much though i just confirming it's it's still really fun i can't wait to see what they uh add to it later down the road um didn't get to talk about this uh so i'm bringing up now i played the division 2 beta uh last week and the weekend before when the fuck did i play it i played it at some it point it was during this week i thought yeah it, it, it happened when it happened that's when i that's when i happened and um <laughs> it looks way better than the division one. I actually like the setting a lot better. Everything about it feels better, but it is the division. I mean, like if you're like, Oh man, I hope, I hope it's like a new and big and robust version of the like division or has some new big feature. It has a bunch of small new features. Um, so overall it feels more interesting, but it's still absolutely the division. So if you liked the division, you're probably going to like division two. I'm going to pick it up just because I did like the division. But when I played it, I wasn't like, I got to get this. I was just like this. The whole time I played it, I was like, this would be really fun with friends. So. Yeah. I, uh, but I, I like I like the the environment way better in this game. I'm having a hard one. time with that genre right now. Yeah. I mean, it's fair. Yeah. And it's not because it was I never super strong in the first place. Well, it's not that I dislike them. I just haven't really been in the mood. Like, I don't really want to play Destiny 2. The division two like i'm interested in and uh we'll probably pick it up at some point but i'm not like clamoring for it mm. same with anthem and i like i don't have anything to say about that game because i haven't tried it like, yeah i can just go by what people say but personal opinion wise i don't have one um, man what people are saying about anthem is 
Yeah, it's fine. To this, I, I uninstalled this game after 10 hours. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing YouTube videos all over the place going like, it's uninstalled. I'm not playing this. I was like, okay. Well, yeah. So, I, regardless, I, like, I wasn't going to rush out to buy it anyway. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's why I'm even bring up the division too. Is like I am I am gonna pick it up. I like the division enough, and this is the division again with better graphics, plays better, has more features. But I'm also not gonna overhype it. I'm yeah. not gonna be like, oh, you guys got to pick this up. I'm gonna pick it up. Blah blah. blah. I don't even know if I'll buy it the first day. Probably will just because I do that a lot of the times with fucking everything. But this isn't something I'm gonna be like, I gotta get this. Yeah. So yeah, because I'm getting fatigued from these kind of games because. I know what to expect until one surprises me. I don't think I can get excited for these kind of games anymore just because they're not, none of them are pushing the envelope. None of them like say whatever the fuck you want to say about the division Two, Anthem destiny Two, whichever one you like the most, which one, one you think fucking sucks. None of them deliver what we want. None of them do. They just do something we like and we'll, and we'll fucking take. But then we get to a point where we're like, this is the weak part. This is the weak part. This the weak part, and there's not a whole lot of other types of games that we really accept that in the genre. Though to, to be fair, it reminds me of, of MMOs in their early days. Sure. So, because you're like, oh, I like this MMO because it does this, but yeah. I don't like this stuff. You know? Yeah. Now they're fact. all standardized, and everyone everything feels the fucking right, same. right. So it, it just kind of feels like that again. The only difference, though, is this is taking after that, and MMOs were like a new frontier. So there's still an excitement of like, holy shit, are you telling me there's a fucking world I can go experience with my friends yeah. <laughs> and and have my own adventure and stuff? Whereas, you know, when you play The Division, when you play Destiny, when you play Anthem, you're not really having your adventure. You're you're going through the storyline and getting that fucking sweet loot at the end. Exactly. So right. there's there's right. less aspect of like the, the, the frontier, the new frontier. So, but yeah, uh, Division 2, it's cool. Uh, another game I picked up, My Time in Porsche couple of you probably know what this is uh it's pretty much a um yeah it's a chinese made game but it's really popular on steam it's like front page of top sellers typically on there um it uh is a 3d very cartoony looking like stardew valley type game there's actually a bunch of them out now i was looking at a list of like the top 10 and there's like um uh oh god graveyard keeper uh stardew valley there's like eight that look exactly like stardew valley um and then there's My Time at Porsche, which is, like I said, it's it's 3D, so you're running around a 3D world. It's interesting because it takes place in a post-apocalyptic world, but it's, like, super bright and, like, cartoony and charming. And it's got, like, happy music. It just takes place in a world after the world ended, essentially. So all the buildings look kind of, like, steampunkish, and, like, looks like, you know, the world has been rebuilt after the end of the world. It's really weird, but it's, like, happy. It's really weird. But um, it's... It does it. When I play it, it's hard to stop playing. It does the same thing Stardew Valley does for me. Like it's hard for me to go. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm really excited to play that. But once I start playing, it, I'm like, oh, I got this thing to do, and I got this thing to do, and I got this person I got to talk to, and this is. I'm gonna build up this relationship, and this guy needs a bridge built, so I'm gonna go build that, and uh, all sorts of Ooh, shit. Piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Pretty much. Yeah, that's the whole experience. So if you like those kind of games, you're probably already playing this. Because every time I bring it up, people are like, Oh yeah, I'm playing that. So. Um, hmm. So I, I would recommend it. I mean, I'm not the biggest Stardew Valley type dude. I like it. I'd actually like to play it again with you guys. But um, but I after I played, I was like, I wonder what other games are doing this and maybe doing it in different ways. And I tried a demo of that, and I liked it. So 
Um, I, I'm pretty sure both of you would like this game. Well, I'm sure I would. Yeah. Just I, like when Josh was I originally telling me, and then you started telling me about that the graveyard one. I was like, eh, it sounds like something I'd probably play. I wanted to pick that up too, but then people were saying like mid to end game gets really grindy, which I don't care when I hear that. And Josh was telling me, he's like, yeah, I get what they're saying, but it's not that bad. And he started explaining it to me. I don't remember what he, what he said. I'm sorry, Josh. But uh, <laughs> but when he was explaining to me, I remember going like, oh, that's not that bad. That's not that, like, oh, yeah, you got to, I remember, um, you got to get all like to to um, progress uh, to use certain things. You have to start finding small individual things to build up that one thing as components. And okay. it just takes longer. So, but if you're playing a game like that anyway, like fucking, that's what you're there for. I'm probably the wrong person to use that as a complaint. Yeah, you'll, I'm playing Final Fantasy 14. Yeah, you'll <laughs> you'll swing a stick at a wall as long as you're getting something for yeah, it. I mean, I mean, when we played Minecraft, you were just in like underground the whole time, just digging a tunnel for miles. Straight line. And I was just, and then you'd like be dropping off the resources in a box, and I would just come down fucking with my grubby hands and take all the resources and go build fucking Rome. <laughs> While you're just down slaving away in the goddamn the coal mine. Yeah. Goddamn mines of Moria. Pretty much. Yeah, I'd look like like pull up my binoculars and look down the dark fucking path and passage and that's just show you down there like ding, 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 ding. <laughs> just the candlelight. It got to the point though where like Torchlight. it wasn't worth running back anymore, so we had to build a minecart system no. in there too, so I could just push a minecart to the yeah. fucking entrance. So if someone says something about grinding, you you're 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 fine with that. Yeah. So yeah, my time in Porsche. Uh, check it out if you're curious. And I'm pretty sure most people would like that game. Um, War Groove, which came out, uh, buy that one takes after Advanced Wars. Um, it's very cool. It has a lot of tools to make your own maps and your own stories. Uh, you can actually use the sprites in animations and put their faces up and put text in to make your own stories and put them up for people to download. It has online verses against other people. I think there's a way to do co-op as well. I'm not sure. Um, I guess you can make a co-op scenario maybe. And then uh, you can also have multiple games at once going. And anytime someone makes a move, it'll send you a message telling you that they made a move and you can go in and just kind of make a move on each game if you wanted to or play one and then go back to another one. So kind of like texting each other, you can have a game. That harkens back to email chess. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of neat, though. Um, yeah. If you're like a junkie and you want to go against a bunch of people, you can kind of do that. You can be that Bobby Fisher fucking playing everyone fucking chess. Ting, 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 ting. Um, it's neat they even added that. It's completely unnecessary. There's a bunch of stuff yeah. in the game. I was like, you don't have to do that because yeah. the game is really fun. It's challenging too. Um, I'm like on, I don't know, like the eighth level of the game and it's already ramped up quite a bit from the beginning. Uh, and every single level so far has introduced something new, some new um, unit to use. Uh, so there's a lot to it. Um, I really enjoy it. There's a big emphasis on um, taking buildings, fortifying them, and then the enemy tries to take them. Um, so there's, there's a lot more going on on the, on the battlefield than, uh, than just killing each other. If I didn't explain it, maybe you don't know what advanced wars is. It's a top down tactical turn-based game. You have units, you have to create more units, tell them where to go and essentially either defeat their general or defeat their building that produces all of their, um, uh, units. So it's very cool though. If you like those games at all, it's a must own fire emblem, final fantasy tactics, yada, yada, yada. It's not exactly like those. But yeah. But if, but if you like those games, I'm not even going to tell you like, you should check it out. You should just go buy. It. You're going to like it. It's really fucking good. And I love the art style. And I love that one of the generals is a fucking dog <laughs> and not even in like a, like a, it's so like the internet, like he's, he's just a good boy. 
he shows like I was reading his bio and it's like, oh, I think his name's Caesar or something like that. And every time he's in a cutscene, he like shows up. He's just like really regal and sitting there like all proud and stuff. And then um, I was reading it. And it's like said that when he shows up on the battlefield, people's morale goes up and they fight even harder knowing that Caesar's on the battlefield. And uh, there's a there's a mission, a side quest where Caesar's just out in the woods. And he's like sniffing around. He looks over and there's these people kidnapping this chick. And the dog starts growling at him. And the guy's like, he's like, yeah, your dog. And the dog starts barking. And then the, the guy's like, I'm not afraid of you, dog. And the guy behind him's like, I am. And the other guy's <laughs> like, I'm afraid too. And he's like, shut up and grab the chick. And they grab her and they run away. And then these guys run up and they're like, what's wrong, Caesar? And the dog like starts barking and they run. And then like when the ga- the, the match starts, uh, he has a, a squad with him. And it's the dog as a unit. He's the general unit. And... Uh, they're like, where where they go, Caesar? And they're like, Caesar's the best. He's gonna take care of this. And like, where, where? And then like, you start like controlling the units the whole time. They're like, isn't it true that when Caesar um, uh, finds new people, their morale's boosted and they'll they'll fight for him? And they're like, yeah, it is. And they're all like smiling and their cheeks are rosy when they're talking about Caesar. <laughs> and it just shows Caesar sitting there. And like in the mission, you're like opening up. Um, you're finding all these people who have been imprisoned, and every time you open a jail cell, uh, like there'll be a four people in there, and they're like, they're they're ready to fight for for Caesar, and they all fucking turn into units. <laughs> and then he has a morale booster where um, where uh, oh god, he has a morale morale booster that allows everyone to have a second turn per turn, which is fucked up. So uh, yeah, he's he's pretty funny. And then when he attacks in his uh, combat um. Uh, animation he has a bunch of them but it's always these he always runs in and and these guys run past him with crossbows and they point at the enemy and he's just in the background doing a bunch of weird shit while they shoot at the enemy like one he just gets on the ground starts rolling around and there's another one where he's like licking himself and like other ones where he's chasing his tail and stuff he's like that not fighting yeah they're just fighting for him like that's the whole thing so Anyway, I just talked about that forever, but that's that's kind of where you go and when you play Wargroove. It's 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 got a storyline, it's interesting, but there's also a lot of charm to it, which is really cool. And uh yeah, it's awesome. So if you like turn-based um tactical games, fucking it's right up your alley. Unless you just really hate dogs, which it doesn't oh, exist. Fish, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what else they do? Stardew Valley? No. Oh, they helped with Stardew yeah. Valley. Uh Drawing blank. The space game. Yeah. <laughs> like Terraria. Yeah. Everybody knows what we're talking about. Speaking of companies that worked on other things, <laughs> another game I've played uh, by the dudes who made uh, This War of Mine, which is a game I really liked a lot. Um, Frostpunk, oh, which yeah. I, I got to this game. Too. I got to this game late, but it got a bunch of great reviews when it came out. And... Uh, it's fucking awesome. Um, it takes place when essentially the world becomes like less inhabitable. So people like move north and try and build generators, like the last city on Earth, and you're essentially controlling that. So there's a giant generator in the center, generator in the center, and you build off the generator in a circular pattern, and you put different types of buildings. Um, and as your city grows, you have to get more uh, power to the generator to produce heat because the cold will kill everybody. And you're sending people like units out into the snow to collect stuff. And I'm sure there's other things that happen later. I've barely played the game. But it's got a really cool tone, really cool idea, and looks fucking great. Like it's cool to see the guys who did This War of Mine, which I like the visual style of it, but it looked like an indie game, make a game that doesn't look like an indie game at all. It looks fucking fantastic. Um, I can't wait to play that more. I just haven't had time. Because as soon as I started playing, I was like, oh no, this is 
one of those games that I'm going to be sitting All here day. playing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's very cool, and it's very cool to see them make that. Um, I'm also glad that it got – I played it, and it is great, but I'm glad that it got good reception because those guys have ideas and really mm. cool stuff that they make. So, Although it seems there, there seems to be a pattern with them making survival games. Yeah, they're like bleak stuff. Yeah, they're both super bleak. One's yeah. like the war happened, everyone's starving and dying, and children are going hungry, and you got to survive until people come and save you. And then this is like the world's over, you're the last city. Fucking make it sure, work. Starving and dying. Wait till somebody comes and saves you. Yeah, yeah. Which is right in my alley. That's that's exactly what I love. So that's all shit that I'm just I just <laughs> love until it was happening you, to us. You heard it here first. Seth loves children starving. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna. I don't know about that one. Um, <laughs> until it happened to us, yeah, you're you're right. Except for I kind of miss it. So when I'm not going through it, I'm like, those were the good days. Um, <laughs> shout out to Keith. Bought me Ori and the Blind Force for my birthday. So thank you, Keith. And I've played that a little bit, and it is fucking phenomenal. Um, I need to sit down and actually play it um, further. But the animation style, it does not pictures and video doesn't do it justice you got to see it like at you know full frames per second it's it's full fidelity it's a gorgeous looking game um in the first like 10 minutes i wanted to cry it was sad as shit like it was like really nice and whimsical and then it just got real sad and i was like what are you doing (laughs) this is this is so sad the music's fucking beautiful um so I was like, Keith's been telling me forever. He's like, you're going to like this game. You're going to like this game. I know you're going to like this. He's like, it's like, Seth, I've known you for over a year now. I know what you like. And I'm like, well, at least somebody's been paying attention. Fucking. <laughs> and uh, I started playing them. And I, I, I got a similar thing to like, not not in quality and caliber. I don't know yet. But I got a similar thing. Like when I played The Last of Us for the first time, like five minutes into it, I was like, this is one of my favorite games ever made. I can already tell. Playing Ori, I was like, I'm really going to like this game, 100%. I already know. It's just, it's got that tone. It's got really cool art direction. Uh, everything about it is just phenomenal. So it just sucks it took me this long to play it. But I am playing it among 11 other, or 10 other games. Um, but uh, but it's very cool. I can't wait to play it further. And I think everybody should try it. Um, it only came out on Xbox and PC. So you got to play it on one of those two things. Um, no. But uh, now, and there's a sequel coming out, which I'm glad to see because I never played it. I didn't hear a whole lot of people talk about it, aside from if you hear about the game, people only have good things to say about it, which is always a good thing. But I'm glad it merited uh, um, a sequel because mm-hmm. uh, what they achieved with that game, the next one can only be better looking in, in every way. So it's very cool. Uh, I also bought and played Moonlighter, which is a roguelike uh, meets store simulator. Yeah. Retail simulator. Yeah. If you ever played a, and I'm probably butchering the name. I'm pretty sure it's Racketeer Uh-oh. though. Don't try it. It probably, it yeah. sounds like something I'd have to do, but it's an indie game where you run a shop and then you go into dungeons and, and get stuff. Yeah. Um, which you should probably check out. But um, it's funny. I'm not a big roguelike guy. A lot of people are like, I don't like battle Royals and I'm like, or, you know, stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not really big on MOBAs. I'm not really big on roguelikes. But, like, recently, roguelikes have evolved to a place where I am starting to like almost every single one I'm playing. So, uh, with all these genres, always give it time. Um, but, because uh, I, I love um, Rogue Legacy. That was my original favorite roguelike. Uh, it had a cool uh, aesthetic to it. I liked the the legacy of when you die and come back. And then there's progression. And then Dead Cells. If you didn't play Dead Cells, that game is fucking awesome. It's a must play in my opinion. And then, yeah, uh, Moonlighter. Uh, essentially, you are a dude who's running a shop. 
and you go into dungeons and you try and go as far as you can and you can leave at any time at the cost of money. Um, so you got to kind of think, you know, economics when it comes to going to the dungeon, grabbing stuff and then spending money to leave the dungeon. And then you can either use the items you get to craft new things or you can sell them in your shop. Uh, as you progress through the game, you can upgrade your shop, make it bigger, better, add things to it to give uh, perks to the shop. I have a perk right now that makes people want to tip 10% more every time they buy something. You set the prices and you pay attention to the customers and how they um, uh, perceive it. If they get angry and don't want to buy it, you're going to want to adjust your prices, uh, which is kind of cool. It's almost like, like its own metagame. Like that could be its own game and the roguelike could be its own game. In fact, the this, this store aspect is more robust than the dungeon part of the game. Um, it's, it's really addictive. I really enjoy the game. Um, I get pretty much everything I want out of a game like that. I get the roguelike, the dungeon crawling, um, I get the progression of better armors and weapons as I go. There's uh, potions and buffs and stuff you can create, but then also upgrading your shop and having um, a tonally different experience of uh, running a store uh, adds so much flavor to this game that there's not a whole lot of reason to leave the game um, because you're doing so many different things that kind of keeps you busy. I really like it and I want to keep playing it. It also has a pretty interesting system where... Um Certain items you pick up in the dungeon can only fit in certain parts of your backpack as well. So you have to like almost play this weird like Tetris meta game as well. I noticed that. Yeah, so some of them will only work if it's in the bottom right square of your backpack. And so it has to be there or else it'll get destroyed when you try to leave the, the dungeon. Or like it can't be next to this other type of item. You know, so you have I've had some items that they have to be in a specific spot, but I didn't notice any that were like positional. I just noticed that they couldn't be in my inventory. Which only things in your inventory will stay on you if you die. Your backpack gets emptied if you die. Yeah, the, it starts. Yeah, like must be on the left, must be on the right, must uh -huh. be in the bottom, must you know be in the center. Can't be next to this you know type of item. Yeah, type thing. So that's just getting more complicated too. That game and Dead Cells though are games that I can just play for infinity. Like if I sit down and play them, I'm pretty much I'm set. Especially if I throw on like a podcast, I'm I'm not moving. I just play that forever. It's like, oh, a little bit of progress here, a little bit of progress there. Oh, I died. Okay, well, this is John. Oh, I finally beat that. A little bit of progress, a little bit of progress. Yep. It's perfect. That's how I like to spend my fucking, my days, my my end days. I'm getting old. It's all ending. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> the youngest one here. Okay. Um, so they say. Calm down there, Grandpa. Calm down. Grandpa Seth. Uh, Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Um, just real quick, that game's fucking phenomenal. If you like Resident Evil and you miss the old Resident Evils, but like how the newer ones play, they fucking nailed it. Resident Evil 2 Remake is one of my favorite survival horror games ever made. Um, it's really good, really good. They just added, though, uh, the free DLC of uh, three of the people, I forgot what it's called, Ghost Survivor, something like that? Something like that. Yes. Something like that. Um, and they're not as robust as I thought they would be. But they're not, they're, it's interesting. So originally they're like, oh, we're, it's going to tell the tale of three people who didn't make it out of Raccoon City. And they all coincide with the story of the game, which is kind of cool. So it just adds more lore. But they don't really have cutscenes, which is fine. But they have like these little like excerpts of, uh, of like dialogue you read real quick, uh, explaining the situation and why they're even involved in the situation. And then you play what I can only attribute to being like a time trial. Like you start out at a set point and once you get to the end point, but there's like a challenge to it. Like one of them, there's poison zombies. And every time they bite you, they poison you further. And there's like a part where like if you shoot an exploding zombie, you'll get them out of the way. But it also releases a liquor. 
So and you're trying to get through the level as quick as you can, because um, every time you beat it, it saves your time um, to improve and improve and improve. That reminds me of the Final Fantasy 15 DLCs. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, and then when you beat it, which what is kind of neat is um, you can unlock new stuff to put into your gear uh, to start again. So there's some longevity <coughs> to repeat it. So you'll get better times as you get better gear to put into your inventory. So it's actually kind of smart. It's also neat to see some of the characters that they put into the game uh, in a full character model that you can play. Because that game and Resident Evil 7 are fucking beautiful looking games. That engine, I can't wait to see whatever the fuck they make with that new RE engine. It's 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 a fucking it's an it's it's an awesome engine. Like I haven't been this excited about an engine since uh Frostbite came out. So it's really good. It's really modular. They do a lot of stuff in that game that you you don't know what to expect in that game because the, it's they're able to do so much with that engine mm. that uh, that they can make really cool experiences. So um, it's just cool to see other character models in that engine. They they look fucking fantastic. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's neat. I haven't played the hunk one or the guy who's part of that squad yet, but I played the dad, uh, whatever Kendo, the guy who owns the gun shop. Um, and I also played the, I think mayor's daughter, daughter yeah. which her whole situation's fucking creepy. And the zombies you have to fight in that are fuck. I hate them. They, they don't die. Like, I don't know. I don't fucking, they just keep coming at you forever. Um, but yeah, I, I really want to play that, uh, and beat it again, uh, with Claire. I'm on my second run now. So, mm-hmm. uh, two more games to talk about. Yeah. Two more games to talk about, because um, this episode is just gonna be me talking about games I played. Uh, Far Cry New Dawn, which uh, what I'll I'll keep that short so everybody knows. Far Cry Five came out. I actually I was talking with Wade and Almixai uh, about that, and they're both also huge fans of Far Cry. We were all kind of agreeing that people who say they don't want more Far Cry just don't just don't appreciate Far Cry. Like they don't need like a new one every year, but we only get like a a sequel. Every couple of years, we get these weird expansion things in between, and they're just fun and zany and weird. But uh, but we're talking about you know how how good they are, and Far Cry Five is fantastic. I, I fucking love that game. They made this, and it's actually a sequel. I'm not gonna. They spoiled the shit out of it in the advertising, but they kind of have to. But uh, I'm not gonna get into that. But it's a sequel to Five uh, loosely. It, it really kind of dilutes all the things they built up in Five, uh, which is slightly disappointing. But in place of that. It's a really fun sandbox that just does whatever the fuck it wants to be fun. I want to play with somebody really bad because it seems like it'd be a really uh, fun game to play with people. It's set in a post-apocalyptic future. So there's uh, Ida, like you're, you're finding stuff to, to craft items with. Um, you're making like saw launchers and shit. And they took, some people don't like this. I like it. Um, they took the old map from five and they, they used it again. Um, but they didn't just use it again and put a new coat of paint on it. Like they, I watched a video where they do a side by side comparison and like even most of the houses and all the buildings that existed in five are all gone because nukes went off and fucking most of them got destroyed. There's whole forests that are just gone now. And, uh, they even put the detail of like the amount of dirt in the areas have changed and all the roads are pretty much like old brittle maybe there's cement there, but it's mostly dirt. Um, and all the buildings that are like still exist the wood is like rotted and, and the texture is completely different. So they put a lot of work into reskinning it and changing the terrain. Most of the time, I don't know where the fuck I'm at unless I look at the map. So it does not look like five at all. 
Um, the villains in it are pretty boring. And from reviews, I think they stay boring because people are like, they're pretty one dimensional, which really sucks because Far Cry's big things. It's villains are always really good. And Joseph Seed was fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, the game's really fun. I want to play it further. It feels like it's experimenting with stealing people from Bethesda, though, because it's a post-apocalyptic game and they added health bars above enemies. They added uh, color tiers to items and they added difficulty ratings to regions, missions, and enemies. Um, so it feels slightly like an RPG and there's perks to like open up safes around the the map and all sorts of stuff. A lot of more exploration. Five had plenty of exploration, but it's more like hunting and fishing and mm-hmm. stuff like that. This feels more like scavenging, which is interesting uh, with a bunch of marauders. You can, uh, um, this is actually kind of interesting. You can take uh, outposts like most Ubisoft games, but you can salvage outposts. So essentially you abandon them, but you gain uh, a resource that you need to upgrade your main base. Okay. When you abandon or uh, salvage an outpost, the enemy will take it back, but they'll become stronger. So you're sacrificing that outpost and being able to fast travel there and use it as a base for more resources. So there's a lot of interesting little systems they added to it. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, um, you, when I brought up the new systems, you brought up Fallout a little mm-hmm. bit. And then uh, Josh uh, texted me and he was like, this game's better than fucking any Fallout. Like has been pretty much, or a, like the last couple of fallouts, something like that. So it's funny that a lot of people are attributing this to a Fallout replacement. Um, so I don't know if that was intentional or not, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Mm. Um, and also, this isn't a hard Far Cry. It's not Far Cry Six, so they can experiment with it and see if people like it or not. So I'm mixed on it. I think it's a neat direction, but I really do not want to see Far Cry Six like this. But I really um, doubt it would be. Yeah. Well, I hope so because I like the more. Uh, realistic shooting with some zany thematic stuff in it, but uh, Far Cry's always been very like, um, you know, you shoot someone in the head, you kill them. You shoot right. someone in the body a couple times, they're done. You get shot a couple times, you're dead unless you're wearing armor. It's more stealth-based, mm-hmm. more tactical-based. That's the thing that, that Far Cry's always been uh, really known for is is becoming primal and fucking like, you know, running through the woods and sneaking around and taking people out with bows and arrows and shit and right. just unloading on people. So, um, yeah, it's it's cool. If you like Far Cry, definitely check it out. And if you like post-apocalyptic games, I would say definitely check it out. Also, it has co-op, so you can play with a friend. And the last couple of Far Cries have all played really well with other people. So they, they seem to get better and better and better with what you can do in co-op. So last thing I have played is uh, more so a bit of a warning. I want to elaborate on this a little bit. So I'm a huge fan of the Metro series, like huge. I, I love the the last two Metro games. I think they're fucking fantastic. I think everybody should play them. They're so underrated, it's stupid. I want this franchise to become mainstream as fuck. But Metro Exodus is out, and I'm happy to say it looks amazing, plays great. It maintains everything that I love about X or not Exodus, Metro, and it is taking the story in a direction that I think is really fucking interesting. Only problem is I played it for about an hour and it is a buggy fucking game. There's a lot of bugs in the game and for me, I can look past it, but for anyone who's potentially new to the series, I would hate for you to play this game and go, these games fucking suck um, because the last two games weren't like that. So I'm I'm telling people, I've already had a couple people ask me like, oh, what do you think? And I'm like, wait for a patch. Don't pick it up yet. Um, which sucks to say because I want to go, yeah, dude, buy it, buy it, buy it. But I don't want that to hurt anybody's opinion of the game. Right. It's not going to hurt mine. I'm I'm obsessed with the series. I love it. So I'm just like, whatever. But like, there's a couple times where like, 
For instance, I was looking in a doorway and where a guy could be taking cover on the left side of the door, I saw like a blur and the guy went boom and he's just there. And he started like shooting around at me and shit. And I was like, oh, that's that pathing was weird. I saw another character who couldn't figure out where to run. And then another guy who was uh, in a uh, cover loop, he kept going into cover over and over again. And I'd shoot him and he would just take damage. And then finally he started shooting back at me. So it seems like it's mostly, and then I also saw like a rat run through a wall, which isn't a big deal, but those games are really known for their fucking details um, and, and quality. So when I saw that, I was like, did they rush the game? I really hope they didn't. But like the set pieces are amazing. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't think they did. I just think they fucked up something in the coding. So hopefully they can figure that out and patch it um, because the game also already got some bad uh, PR because of the whole like, Oh, stop bitching about our game. We won't release it on PC. And then the parent company's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, that was the uh, the switch from Steam to yeah. Epic Game yeah. Launcher. Which wasn't that big a deal, but some people were pissed about it. But, you know, this on top of that, I'd hate to see, you know, a snowball effect. Especially nowadays. For sure. Everything gets fucking crazy real quick. So, um, anyway, uh, it, it, it's Metro. If you like Metro or you're curious about Metro, pick it up. You're going to love it. But just be just be wary that there are bugs in it that I hope they fix. I don't know if they will. I hope they do. And hopefully you can look past it. But um, otherwise, I can't wait to play it. Because um, a couple of reviews now are saying that it's the best Metro. And if if that's what they're saying, and I you know if that's true, that's going to blow my mind. Because I, I love the last two. So if it's better than those, holy shit. And it should be because it's new. But um, some people are saying that they're upset, though, because like some of the open areas feel linear. I'm like, good. That, that, those games are so story heavy. Like the more open you get, the further away you get from like storytelling visually, it gets harder in an open world to, to do storytelling really well. It's really funny too, because we've, we've talked about that aspect before, even when talking about like all the different final fantasy games and like yeah. talking about final fantasy 15 specifically, when it gets linear, it gets so good. much freedom, but there's no final fantasy happening. Yeah, and it's fun. Once it starts getting linear, all of a sudden you're like, this is what I was waiting for. Yeah, I was, the I was, stories there. I was playing fifteen. I was like, "This is a really fun game," but like Final Fantasy, like it's just a bunch of it's a boy band fucking driving around the desert. Yeah. Other than that, though, it's it's fun. Like I was having a blast playing it, but then yeah, once you get away from that open part and you start doing more like linear stuff, it's all of a sudden super story heavy, and yep. it's a really good story. I was like, "See, it's fu- it's fucking hard to do that, man." And I, I in my brain, I could sit here and just dissect all the reasons why that would be but because it just makes sense to me but uh same thing happened with uh Metal Gear Solid 5 mm-hmm. uh it was fucking awesome to play best the best it has played for sure yeah <laughs> um it still felt stealthy but mm-hmm. played really well it gave you a bunch of options to do a bunch of stuff you could really play that game the way you wanted to play it um had a bunch of cool features but the story was like barely existent and uh, was not visually portrayed, uh, not only on par with a Melgar Solid, which for me, storytelling Melgar Solid is fucking amazing. It's my favorite series of all time, but um, wasn't even as good as like a lot of games. It was, it almost didn't exist. There's like two cutscenes in the whole fucking game. The beginning of that game is amazing yes. when you're crawling around the hospital and shit. I was like, this is fucking, this is the best thing ever. I love this shit. And then fucking after that, it just never happens again. There's a part where you sit in the back of a Jeep with a guy and talk for a while. I was like, oh, is this going to get interesting? And then, like, that's it. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll go have fun. I'm not going to, no story for me, huh? Not today. Not today. Not today. But, yeah, uh, the more open you get with a story, uh, it gets hard to tell a story. Um, or more open you get with gameplay. Uh, shout out to Rockstar, though. They're, they're, 
they're finding ways to bridge that gap a bit. Their storytelling in uh, Grand Theft Auto V isn't the best thing ever, but they managed to make it pretty interesting, pretty good. And then Red Dead Redemption 2, I think they did a really good job um, outside of that gameplay that gets really repetitive. But the story was told pretty well. So uh, they're they're really um, working hard on that front when a lot of people can't do it. Yeah. very well so that's what i've been playing that's like fucking 40 minutes of what i've been playing well you had two <laughs> weeks to talk about as well yeah so yeah and i have a lot to i had a lot to say on a lot of those games so because i'm trying out a bunch of new games and letting people know what i think of them yeah anything you guys want to add or say uh i own moonlighter and should probably play it more and then it uh, needs co-op give me co-op on everything yeah Though I do really appreciate the way uh, it plays, I like I like that kind of stuff where they they mix genres. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a huge, you know, pull even for Stardew Valley is that even though it is very much inspired by Harvest Moon, it does also pull from other games. So yeah. it does make it. Uh, there's always something to do in it. I guess mm-hmm. is the best way to put that. Put that. So and Moonlighter has a similar feel where you're like you're always there's there's going to be something for you to be doing constantly. Yeah, it's it's uh it's interesting because you get a little further into the game, and you're telling me you haven't gotten to this yet. But when your store, I think it's probably when you when you upgraded for the first time. But um, when I upgraded my store after that, I started getting shoplifters. Yeah, and like this dude who looked like a rogue came in. His face was like masked, and he just came in like really shifty eyed, and he just walk around looking at the items. And all of a sudden, he grabbed one and started running to the door, but he's not moving very fast. He just like cruising towards the door and it's like right above him there's like an l1 button and i ran over to him and i fucking hit it and it shows a bunch of like dust, dust and shit kicked up and you hear and then he comes running out of it just leaves the store and you got your item and i was like that dickhead yeah i had cut two different guys hand. come in huh cut off his hand damn all right almighty <laughs> ruler <laughs> all right sultan you have to start with a pinky no 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 the hand the hand <laughs> He'll never do it again if you just take the hand. Take his he won't be doing hand. a lot of things again if you take the hand. Once he comes in and, and, and fucking balance it, he spins it on a stump like those Globetrotter Man, if guys. Can, if you can sneak that up and spin on a stump, take it. Man, you deserve <laughs> yeah, it. he deserves it, yeah. yeah. Or if he hacky sacks it out the door. This is mine, punk. Get away from me, Grandpa. the morning star outside the door, take it, man. You deserve it. Um, There's also another... Uh, there's like this... This like dumb looking kid who comes in who has snot coming out of his nose, and he just comes wandering in and just looks at all the stuff and he's grabbed one and starts walking out and I beat his ass too. <laughs> so, yeah. Cut his hands off too. The kid? No mercy. <laughs> what, are they the enemy? <laughs> if they're Take- stealing your shit, yeah, they're the enemy. The enemy has invaded us. <laughs> Take their hands. Um. Yeah. Let's like know in the comments. Warning. Huh? Let this be a warning. <laughs> the final warning. Just take their head. Fuck it. Mm, that's oh, that's too much? Oh, I need you to calm down there. Okay. Let us know in the comments. What games have you been playing? Have you played any of the games we've mentioned? What do you think of those? What do you think of the games you're playing? Let us know what you've been playing. Have you played Apex Legends yet? What's your opinion on that? Um, and yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about and what you've been playing in the last week or two. Let's catch up. Uh, yeah, so we have three videos we're going to watch. This week is kind of, it was kind of slim pickings because we already covered the big thing, Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Um, make sure to watch that episode. Uh, but we have three things we're going to watch. So uh, one thing we're going to watch is Battle Right Royale, which is free to play, which is interesting to see. Uh, because Battle Right is a top-down um, 
MOBA-esque arena fighter game. It's, it's essentially, yeah, it's an arena game with MOBA-esque combat. It plays like a MOBA, yeah, yeah but it's it's in an arena, and it, it's, it was kind of fun. You paid money for it, though, which is interesting. Um, and now they're making Battle Royale, which if you... If you haven't been around for a while, it's Battle Royale game. So, um, which I know a lot of you just love those. Um, but, Chasing the money. But this one will be, they're, they're all starting to get interesting now. We have Tetris, which is a Battle Royale now, 99. Um, we have Apex Legends, which is a brand new Battle Royale. And then we have Battle Royale, which is a top-down Battle Royale. It's going to have a, a circle that moves in, and you're going to fight people like you would in a MOBA. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll watch that real quick and move into the next couple things. You ready, Chris? Yeah. Do you guys... <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm, try- I'm trying to be balanced in what we watch. Can't always be the things we all love. Um, in fact... All three of these things I'm not super stoked about, to be honest. Um, do you guys have any opinions on the idea of a battle royal before we get into this that's like top down? No, I don't have a strong opinion one way or the other, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 I've said this a couple times, and obviously if this is your first episode, uh, I'm not on the train of, of hating them. Uh, they're just they're the popular thing right now. There's going to be a lot of them, and they'll go away. They yep. still make other games. There's other stuff to play. So Most games are not battle royal games. Yeah. And... Uh, even if a bunch of people do make them, one person might make the one that works for you. As we've seen with Apex Legends with some people that I know personally who don't like Battle Royale games at all. So um, That's pretty much all I have on it. My only thing I have to add to this before we watch this, before I see what it looks like, and I already know what Battle Royale looks like, is I'm all for people changing it up and seeing what they do with it. So, uh, top down battle royal. I'm, I'm, you know, the battle royal part. I'm not stoked about because it's just another battle royal. But what are they going to bring to it? And can a top down game add something to that that uh, otherwise you're not getting in other games like that? Um, although we are getting to a point where I think you have to, if you're going to make a battle royal game, you have to make other game modes because people are going to get burnt out on the concept of battle royals quickly. I mean, the thing with Apex is it just plays fucking great. It's awesome, and it's fair, and it's about royal aspects, but it's it's the gameplay that people really fucking dig. People aren't really playing it because it's about a royal. Like, I'm sure some of them are, but people are talking about just the guns and all that shit. So, right. And um, fuck, what was what, some battle royal that's out right now? They're adding, oh, uh, H1Z1. They're mm-hmm. adding a deathmatch mode soon. So, obviously, I think they're seeing that they need to do something else because people are going to get tired of... The circle shrinking over and over again. Mm-hmm. So, which is, it's fair. People are going to get tired of anything they do over and over again. But uh, Battle Royale plays really well. I actually really enjoyed the way it played. So, um, I, it, it has that. It already plays well. I, I enjoy playing it. So, it'll be interesting to see with the new rule sets. Chris, I'm assuming it's... Oh, boy. Another Battle Royale game. Oh, yeah. Um, you ready? Yep. All right. Three, two, one, and go. See, so drop in like every battle royal ever. This is gonna be a blast. The, vi- the visual style of the game always reminds me of Torchlight. Yeah. They just kept their combat system. Mm. It's probably uh. more affordable for them to create. Well, if people fucking pay for it, 
but it's free to play. They got people got to give them money otherwise. Yeah, in a different way. But it's smart too because you get more people to touch the game if it's free. So. For sure. I I really like the way Battle Right played. I think it was a really um, well played game. So I will be curious to try this. But again, not for the Battle Royale aspect, just because I like Battle Royale. Another thing too about Battle Royale when I played it is it wasn't done. So I was waiting for what it was going to be, essentially. Reminds me of, uh... <clears throat> Best time of day. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Damn. That's quite the trap. Get got, bitch. Uh, it reminds me of... Oh, God. Tribes. The last one that came out and how they just kind of went, eh, we're done supporting this now, and they moved on to something else. So yeah, I don't know if they did stop supporting Battle Right or if they ever supported in the first place, but... um. Yeah, I mean, there's potential for it to be that. Yeah, that is the problem with people chasing the battle royal train is they abandon everything else because they're trying to make money. I mean, like it's it's Fortnite. it is what it is, huh? Fortnite. They spent so much money to make sense to do anything else. I know, I know. Mm -hmm. it just sucks. Anyways, uh, yeah, it looks alright. Yeah, um, I'm on the same page. I I was just kind of starting to get warmed up to. A MOBA, so like, I'm not opposed to that gameplay uh, type anymore. Is I still wouldn't play it like in a competitive sense, but I, I do appreciate that they, you know, in the case of like Heroes of Storms, the one I'm talking about, uh, they do give you a pretty good option to play it offline and with friends. Uh, obviously, this is a battle royal game, so it's not going to have that. But play wise, since I'm, I'm more used to that style of gameplay at this point, I might be uh, a little more interested to play it. Plus, I think it'd be a little less anxiety inducing since it's over the top. Well, that's one thing that I find interesting, and I'm, I'm waiting for more people to explore it if we're going to keep exploring Battle Royals, um, is different types of games in a Battle Royal setting. Because like, not everybody's into shooting at people or has the reflexes or wants to have the reflexes mm -hmm. or the competitive nature of trying to get those headshots and get good at dodging bullets and shit. But other people might be more inclined to play like a melee game or um, a brawler game or a MOBA or... Tetris. I mean, like we're getting to an area where the the core concept of eliminating other people and being the final person on top can translate to other genres, and that's that's interesting to me because people are gonna make bad ones, and some people are gonna make good ones, and we are getting new ideas uh, evolving over time um, as you know a genre that's really popular gets tired. So um, that's one reason why I'm curious on how this plays and, and the people it might pull in who otherwise are like, I don't, I'm not into guns. I'm not really into shooting people. I don't want to be a fucking sniper. I don't want to run and gun for sure. But you know, clicking and, and doing my macro moves and shit, it's completely different feeling, completely different feeling. Mm -hmm. So the only thing I is, concerning to me about this game I, it's great that they're trying something new and switching things up and it's great that because it always brings breeds creativity in their world it's great but if i recall this game is more moba-esque where characters have strengths and weaknesses mm -hmm. and that doesn't really lend itself too well to battle royale modes it becomes this really big imbalance of either you're just at a super disadvantage for picking a character you like the way they look and some of their moves against other characters, or everybody just ends up picking the same character and it just becomes a very bland feeling. Like everybody's going to pick the super long range sniper person who does a lot of damage really quick. Well, not if it limits who, how many people you can pick per team. Sure, sure. It just still, it's just, 
it worries me about that because battle royales are usually based upon like the gear you can get and you know like the guns you can get within the map and not necessarily like the characters bonus abilities and stats like those don't from my experience of battle royales i haven't played a lot of them so i can't speak with super you know authenticity here but um they're usually the characters themselves are just kind of like palettes to hold your weapons and channel your skills through whereas characters in mobas you have all these abilities that can counterplay other characters and certain play styles and like some characters are better at taking out tank characters while tank characters are better at taking out like surviving the damage of this but they don't necessarily do a lot of damage it just it doesn't really lend itself too well in a battle royale mode in my mind i have two arguments for you yeah Uh huh (laughs) um one apex legend is a hero based uh class based uh pros and cons yeah on uh, battle royal yeah. and uh you don't you're not really running into that with that so much yeah. one realm royale does that too and, yeah and then the other thing i was going to bring up is just because it plays like a moba doesn't mean it has the same rule structure as a moba yeah it doesn't that doesn't mean the characters are going to have stat builds and stuff like that they may just have this character has these abilities and whatnot and like i said they limit the amount of uh picks there are though with depending on how many players they allow into a map, that may also change the way that works. Um, yeah, I'm sure this would be team-based anyway. Yeah, and if you're going into Minus this, singles, I don't if, know. if you're going into making a game like this, the first thing you're going to be taking into consideration when you make any competitive game is balance. Right. So, Yeah, otherwise uh, you're just going to fail on fucking on arrival. Street Fighter would be a garbage game if it wasn't balanced is a good yeah. example of that. Like, you know, uh, MOBA struggle with that all the time, on, but that's only because the rosters get so big. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like Rainbow Six uh, uh, Siege, Siege has to rebalance constantly too. Yeah. Uh, that's just right. the nature of having stats in a game, but it's never broken usually. Yeah, I think one of the evolutions of the hero shooter. And I know a lot of people are going to fall back to Overwatch, but there's a bunch of games that came before Overwatch uh, that that did uh, unique attributes to uh, characters. Um, one thing that that because that genre is obviously that genre kind of showed up and now it's kind of melded into other games, which I think is good. It's kind of like dubstep. It came out, it was, it was interesting, but now it doesn't really exist. It's just in songs. Now they kind of just incorporate into it. Same thing with the hero thing. We're seeing that it's kind of added to other genres now, which I think is more where it should be placed because, um, adding, uh, people with their own unique abilities. You can take any genre of like you take a shooter and you you know level up, you you upgrade your weapons, you upgrade your perks, which already was interesting enough to change up the genre that where you're just shooting each other. And now you add people with their abilities and different things they can do and things they're good against and weak against. And now you're adding just another layer on top of the shooter that now makes every encounter different based off of who you're against and who you're playing. Same thing with battle royals. I mean, like if you're running around in a field and you're killing the same people with the same guns over and over again versus you run into a group of people and they got this guy, this guy, and this chick versus your chick, your chick, and this dude that scenario is going to play out completely different than if it was just based off the items. So it adds, it adds a whole new layer of uh, coming back and doing the same mode over and over again and adding new variables to it. I understand your concerns because it's, it's kind of the wild west right now when it comes to what can work in a battle Royale. Yeah. But, um, but I think, I think you can do it hundred percent. I, I, I can already see it in my head working, but will they, I don't know. If they do it in teams, I wouldn't. I don't see a problem with it. It'd have to be. It'd be too It'd hard to do singles. To be 
but the, the the video showed mostly like single player against single player. It's just to highlight things. But I think it was just it's... showing someone playing from their perspective. Showing people dueling. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's just that's the part that concerned me that because if it's just everybody versus everybody, it's not going to work. Well, and we're seeing people get away from the high number battle royale, which uh, I remember when we started getting things under 100. There's a lot of people saying you can't do a battle royale with less than 100. And I never understood why anyone even thought that outside of just seeing a standard going that that's how they do it, because the number never mattered. That was just change. That was the exciting factor of playing a shooter is going, holy shit, there's 99 other people. This is crazy. It makes it feel big and grand. But when you start making it more of an interesting game itself and the features and the and the characters and the weapons really speak for themselves more than the can I survive 99 other people aspect you start getting away from that number really mattering I mean like I've played battle royals that have 20 people on the map and it still feels the exact fucking same I actually like it more because it adds more intimacy to it you remember names yeah you, you you run into encounters that feel more um important then, well, I got killed by the 89th person. So Also, also who it. has an hour all the time to sit down? You know what I mean? Yeah, those those can last a long time. Yeah, versus, I mean, that, that's another problem. That's a big problem with even MOBAs as well. Like, you can have a MOBA match last like five minutes, you, but like when you, everyone knows what they're doing, it's closer to an hour. Yeah. So, um, so this, I would highly doubt they're going to go 99 with. They'll probably sure. do like 20 to 40 at the most I, I don't even i'm pretty sure they'll probably do a game like that i feel like if you had 20 people on the map and you were doing singles i think it could work if you had like 40 and up i think it'd be very hard to play that game Quite honestly it's just it, it, at that point you're almost making just mmo pvp anyways pretty much but that's so, that's what those games are pretty much yeah. like it, well it's just well, like literally with hero shooters going and shit. closer to the mmo part than the battle royal yeah. part at that which at is that fine because there's it's people totally who love fine, that shit yeah yeah. Not my cup of tea in that regard, but like I, I won't know unless I try it, obviously. So Yeah. We're just at the point where the battle royale is just kind of like the the um oh, fuck the foundation of a house that you're building now. It's the flavor of the month. Yeah. Like many <laughs> things before it. Anything else you guys want to say on uh whatever that game was called? Battle right <laughs> royale. Battle right royale. With cheese. Yep. With with the cheese. Nothing? Let us know in the comments. Did you play Battle Right? Uh, what'd you think of it? What do you think about Battle Right Royale? Uh, are you interested in trying a Battle Royale that's not a shooter? Um, it's free to play. So does that does that affect it? Would you rather buy a game and get all the content with a game like this? I know, obviously, a story-based game. You're not going to go, oh, I wish they were free to play. I wish fucking... Every story game I've ever played was free to play. That'd be awful. But um, Or would you prefer to buy it and get all of it or... Play it for free, try it out, and then decide to give them money later if you wanted to. Uh, let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Battle Right Royale and other Battle Royales. I was getting confused because it's called Battle Right Royale. Battle Royale, like it's it's just one little thing away. So I was like, am I repeating yeah. myself? People probably think I am. They're like, I don't give a fuck. You're Stop saying, saying Stop it. Stop talking about them. Uh, next video we're going to watch. So uh, Crackdown 3 has finally come out, I believe. Yeah. It's out. Yeah. Um and it's been getting uh some pretty disappointing reviews. Um we could probably sit here and roast it all day because we've been kind of I mean I went from being excited for this game to feeling like I needed to be excited for this game because I want to support Xbox <laughs> to going like I don't know man, it looks like fucking crackdown two. And crackdown two is crackdown one. Only reskinned and looked worse somehow. Um so 
out of my own curiosity, I want to hear, we're going to watch an, a review from IGN. I want to see what they're saying about it and uh, really kind of discuss, you know, if it sounds that bad, if it sounds good, if it sounds interesting, if there's any, any merit to it. Does it, is there something to throw away? Because uh, we can finally fucking get some closure on this game. We've been talking about it for fucking years. <laughs> we finally just go, that's it. Are we going to pick it up or not? Which I feel like we're all going to change our minds. Anything you guys want to say before we get into this? I'm pretty sure this is the game I was very quick to uh, <laughs> tell the fuck off. You were, you were, ne- yeah. Um, you've never been a crackdown guy anyway. No, though, I, so. I'm not a fan of the series at all, so yeah. that's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so no, I don't really have anything to say. I, I'll wait and, and see what they have to say. Um, I kind of know what I, I, to expect. I think though, so I haven't seen this. Any any thoughts? Go. Have you guys kept track of the reviews or anything? Not They've been all. pretty mediocre. I mean, I, I no. just what was mentioned to me earlier today so. yeah any thoughts chris man i i enjoyed the first crackdown but i just this is all just man point. man man your crackdown like, was fun dude. <laughs> yeah that just you can't make that game again and i think they did i think that's what people are complaining mm-hmm. about it's the same game and that game came out on the 360 yeah early 360 so mm-hmm. it's a old yeah. game I mean, it was like a, a superhero game before everyone pretty much made those already, and now we're used to superhero games where you jump and fly and destroy things. So many games do that, and a lot of them do it better than others. So Spider-Man is great. Um, yeah, let's just, let's just watch it. You ready, Chris? Yep. Three, two, one, and go. They also reviewed the multiplayer and the single-player separate. Okay. Because the multiplayer, I guess, is like... Just a hollow versus Hi everyone. Mode. Because Crackdown 3 single and multiplayer yeah. modes are so different, and because the multiplayer was barely available ahead of time, we're reviewing them separately. This review covers my thoughts on the single player campaign, but check back soon for my take on the Wrecking Zone PvP mode. It's a really basic beat. Like a B-action movie, Crackdown is solely concerned with trying to deliver a ham-fisted, high-octane, kaleidoscopically technical explosion. And just like all but the best B-action movies, it's not stylish or substantial enough to pull it off. Outside a few decent bosses, most of the 8-10 to hour campaign is the same rehash lock-on shooting gallery. There's some fun toward the end, once you're effectively a superhero and springing around the bland, lifeless world like Ang Lee's Hulk. But even in co-op, it's extremely forgettable, which is a damning thing to say about a game that tries so hard to be over the top. Crackdown 3's story is never more complex than an evil megacorp is doing some bad things that you have to stop. And the way it's conveyed through animatics and com Project Vitellus. It. And it sucks that da. such an entertaining da, personality da. as Terry Crews, who's used to full effect in the opening cutscene, wearing saggy, snakes, skin, boots is thereafter reduced to just another skin for an agent and some canned dialogue. Likewise, though the impressive futuristic skeleton of this massive vertical city sprawls in every direction, a lack of texture and environmental detail makes it seem hollow. It's also disappointing yeah, that the ability bland, to destroy grass you might have seen Play-Doh. in trailers is completely absent from the single player mode. Working my way through the interchangeably menacing lieutenants, bosses, and the big bad leader, I had a hard time caring about taking them down beyond just following the next waypoint on a world map positively cluttered with icons. 
Each silo of the corporation has their own science, toxic, and military-themed outposts pockmarking the city's provinces, but they all boil down to a slight variation on the same workmanlike series of tasks. Reclaim monorail stations by shooting their robot guards, destroy refineries by shooting the guards and machinery, and liberate prison camps by shooting the guards and pressing control panels. Granted, in most shooters you interact with enemy forces by, well, shooting them. But Crackdown 3 deconstructs it down to such a basic level that you could literally train a monkey to do it. Hold left trigger to auto-lock on a target, hold right trigger to fire until it's dead or destroyed, then release left trigger and hold it again to auto-lock on to the mm, next. There's like very off. little meaningful variety. I soon realized that the same three or four weapons were best in almost every situation, and even enemies resistant to my current weapon. This game was, was fucking delayed. Down. It says a, a lot, lot about the lack of need for tactics. <laughs> Quite a few times, yeah. I found near the tutorial was my go-to for the rest of the campaign. However, the climactic fights with each lieutenant, boss, and the final overseer inject some new elements into combat with encounters that presented the only real danger I ever felt on Crackdown 3's default difficulty. Since your shield and health recharge, both with time and with every enemy killed, even huge groups of enemies are survivable by just rushing in and shooting until everything is dead. Sounds like it's just it's anyone can just pick it up and play it without thinking. Simply because finding agility orbs is as obsessively satisfying as in any other collectathon, and gathering enough to unlock moves like the triple jump and the double air dash meant I could eventually soar between skyscrapers with satisfying impunity. That means that even though Crackdown 3 gives you the keys to a transforming vehicle, driving any of the dozen or so cars always felt like the sluggish alternative to just jump dashing or fast Yeah, I didn't like driving in the fucking first one. And though there are stunt loops you're intended to drive through, you can easily cheese through them in cars. Yeah. On paper, Crackdown 3... Yeah, it's like I was playing Spider-Man, I could get in a car and drive like 20 miles per hour or something. Like, why the fuck would I do it? <laughs> Aside from seeing Spider-Man behind the wheel. Spider-Van, Spider-Van. Just honking in traffic. Come on, man. Outside of a couple boss fights, and even though there's a compulsive... That's pretty low for AAA. It's never any more than that. For more on Crackdown 3, check back soon for our review of the multiplayer. Oh, right. Oh, that was depressing. <laughs> I feel like we should just like, not have done that. I feel like I should have been on E the whole time watching all those colors. That beat too, dude. Forever. Didn't know. No service. Um, It's funny because this is what I pretty much expected, but not... I figured I'd be a little wrong. Like, there'd be something they'd go, well, this part was good. But, like, the whole thing, the guy's just like, this was forgettable. This was boring. This game thinks it's cooler than it is. I was like, all right, take it easy. They tried. Did they? That guy fucking, that review was so fucking savage on that, fu on that fucking game. I feel like I got to defend the developers who made it a little bit. The game looks boring as shit, but fucking, God damn it, they don't deserve that. Yeah, and I kind of wonder... Uh, with the track record of how tr or uh, first party development has been going with this console, uh, if those complications in development weren't necessarily uh, related to development as much as like Microsoft having uh, either too many opinions to throw in there or money problems because like, they didn't want to pay for, for example, like Platinum Games' game. They were just like, development's taking too long, we're putting too much money into it, stop. So, 
I fucking hope not. But I mean, the, the game looks the way it looks, man. Like it's obviously it does not look interesting. Well, um, at the very least, it's a finished full product, right? And it didn't. They didn't I necessarily guess. say it's bad. They just didn't say it's not. It's not good either, though. It just exists. It's minimal. It looks like very minimal in its gameplay. When you say that a monkey, you can train a monkey to play a game. I mean, that's not it's basic. It's more than the Lego games are basic. <laughs> You're not training a monkey to play those. I mean, maybe there's some pretty smart monkeys out there, but I don't know any yeah. of them. I think the worst part for me is I love like the Tron aesthetic a lot. Like the Tron movies are great. Uh-huh. Uh, they somehow made it boring looking. It's generic as fuck. I don't get it. The whole city How? looks like a goddamn postmodern fucking just grayscale mess, and then they added lights to like hide it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's to distract you from the 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 bland apparently bland gameplay. It didn't Look distract. at the bright shiny colors. Don't don't be distracted by how the lock on hits everything. It's, you can survive everything. Look like, at the colors. It's like they tried to hide the whole game with fucking Terry Crews coming and going, bah! and fucking be like, ha ha ha, that's funny. And then fucking yeah. there's like lights everywhere, and they're like, you can double jump, you can triple there's jump. An old Spice commercial. At the end of the game. So the beginning of the game is interesting, and the end of the game is interesting. I don't know, man. The first the first crackdown when it first came out, the demo was one hour, and like you could explore the whole city. And I got so fucking good at collecting the orbs. Because me and Josh played it over a couple times. Well, more than a couple times because he got real good at it. But when the game came out, we had all our powers pretty much right at the beginning of the game. Because it's all based off the orbs you collect. Mm-hmm. So if you know where the fuck they're at, you're just like, I'm God. <laughs> I'm Crackdown God. So overall, though, I think we all kind of, whether we lost hype for it or didn't have hype for it, expected it to pretty much be a generic boring look a seemingly game and we can't know without playing it but For we can sure. tell a lot from looking at it and uh the reviews don't even slightly hint that that's correct they they're pretty on the nose like yeah it's it's, it's, it's just, a fucking five it's disappointing because they they really need games <laughs> that that's my thing man is i was just like oh, crackdown three's got to be good just make it good I don't give a fuck because I'm not a big Crackdown fan. I wasn't going to buy it for the brand name. I was just yeah, like, sure. just make a fucking fun game. I've thought about buying Gears of War. I'm not a big Gears of War fan, but I thought about buying the, the newest one just because, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm willing to expand my horizons and, and play some fucking exclusives on the Xbox. But they're too busy getting rid of them. Womp yeah. womp. Well, we'll see what next their next console is like because... We, and we've their this. next console will learn from this 100%. yeah i would say this is the speed bump that sony went through last generation yep. ps3 so. was fucking in my opinion one of the worst consoles ever yeah. uh, <laughs> that, was, that was definitely sony not like the joke bad consoles that speed bump but, and they they you know yeah they learned a lot from they it learned a lot yeah. and hopefully that's what we're gonna get with this too i mean i i feel like they kind of the have xbox anyways with them buying so many companies to make games for them now because they're going back to being game centric yeah. they spent two console cycles making gamer centric consoles and then they got ambitious not their fault i mean it's their fault but they got ambitious and went let's do the nintendo thing and make this for everybody except for nintendo's like you like fun we like fun too we want your grandpa to have fun we want your fucking uh one year old kid to have fun so just hand them a little thing and they can shake it and fun things happen that's what nintendo does Mm -hmm. but fucking you know microsoft is like you like football, boy? Fucking, we got football. You like cable? We got cable. You can watch TV on Who here. Who likes cable? You can do a bunch of stuff on this thing. You can also game on it. But we got all this sorts of shit. It does everything. <laughs> yeah. Everybody plays video games. They're like, 
cool. Where's the games? Yeah. Well, we got a license with the NFL to show you some cool stuff. Okay. Where's the, where's the games? On PC. Go play them over there. You know I can watch football on my computer. I don't need an Xbox for that. I'm going to watch football fucking anywhere. I'm dog. just saying. <laughs> I, I play video games. I don't, I don't, I don't I was, watch football. I was, I'm not in football either. I was just Chris, throwing that out there. Chris is a huge fan. A fan I of the old, the old footy? See? Not a huge fan, but I watch it. Oh, he loves it. That's more than I mean, you got a bunch of men in tight pants. What do you want from me, all right? They got they got, they got, got booties, too. Every time I, I see the NFL, I'm like, look at all them fucking booties. There's a shitload of them. There's a bunch of Baseball. buff dudes with big asses. Baseball this, pants are God's gift to the world. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Yeah, this conversation went all over the fucking place. Have I cracked down? Hello, baseball That's booties. That's how exciting Crackdown 3 is. This is where we got the dislikes, and then they got to this point, and people started unclicking those dislikes. Like, this is getting interesting. <laughs> They're talking shit about the Xbox. Now they just completely forgot about it and traded in for fucking dude ass. <laughs> Welcome to the channel if you're new. Um, yeah, we get lost sometimes. Yeah, that's the point of this show. <laughs> just talk about where the hell. Um, yeah, so pretty much all on the same page, though. Yeah. And none of us want this game to be bad. No. Nobody, nobody no. wants anything to be bad. You know, it's just... And yeah, you know, it's fine. It's mediocre, whatever. But uh, I'd still be. It, it's, it, it's this shit drives me nuts too. IGN, I think it was IGN or Gamespot. I think it's Gamespot. They're like, here's how to play Crackdown Three for one dollar. I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? That game needs money. Why are you trying to fucking this early tell people this game's a five five out of ten? Here's how you can play it for fucking almost nothing. Don't give them any money. It's like Jesus it's on Christ. Game Pass, though. Yeah, and I think that's what they're probably advertising. Oh, probably. you can get on Game Pass for a dollar for some promotional thing. You know what though? Uh, as much as we talk shit about, uh, you know, the the state of of Xbox's uh, first party development, we do not talk shit about Xbox and its first party development. We observe it and discuss it. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh- we are not biased. <laughs> the Game Pass is a great system. And I, Xbox has a bunch of great. And systems. I really hope they expand upon that more in the future because I I do I, and I'd love to see even like because Sony has PlayStation now, but I don't think it's as uh, robust as the, it's not even fucking close. Yeah, I, so, I don't fucking use PlayStation now. Well, and that's that's my whole point. Every time I, see it, I'm I know like, people I'm who that. use the Game Pass system. I don't know anyone who uses PlayStation now except for I think uh, sorry name dropping here, but Paul I think had used it a little bit. So. He loves it. Name drop about, more. I don't know about that. Say my name, but. But yeah, so that that in itself, I think is great because then a game like this does come out. You're already paying for service. You can play it and you get a chance to try out this game. So. PS4. Okay, so so this is a weird way to put this. But PS4 is so game centric that all its other little systems, I'm like, I when they like throw it out in front of me while I'm playing games, I have to slap their little fucking hands away. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm trying to play this. It's like PlayStation View. I'm like, no, get the fuck out of here. Well, PlayStation now. No, shut up the fuck it's like okay just keep playing your game it's like what about this no shut go go and then everyone's will put like a little with all that shitty playstation stuff that it came with yeah i don't ever open it yeah and, and then every once in a while i'll put up like this like nba thing on my fucking uh on my i almost said desktop but you know what i'm that saying mlb i think yeah mm-hmm. i'll just put it up there and it's like you want to watch this i'm like delete this shit Get rid of it. You can turn that off. Why the hell is this here? Get the fuck rid of it, Sony. Yeah, I don't get promotions. Just let me play the goddamn game. Dashboard anymore. 
Whereas Xbox is like, you can play fucking a shitload of our games for like 10 bucks a month. And it works great. And, and you're like, wow, okay. It, it's yeah, that's that's insane. That's it's I almost get annoyed when people put too low of a price on high uh developed games. Yeah. Because I think it devalues it so much. It's great for people who can't afford it. It's awesome. But it also just allows people who are like, I'm not fucking paying full price for this garbage, and they fucking play it. You know what though? Really cheap, and it's like those people spend years of their life working on that sure. fucking game. And I and I don't mind when like the game comes out at sixty bucks and then like, you know, months down the line it drops down to forty, yeah, months down the end it drops down to thirty. You it's know. made its money. Uh yeah, because Or yeah, trying to make more money. They they have made uh whatever their projection or you know, hit or miss it or whatever. Yeah. And at that point it's just residual income for the company. Yeah. And that's so. all pricing based off reaction of, yeah. of what's happened to the game. Or Sony's system of like the game sells X amount of units, now it's the greatest hit, it's thirty bucks. Yeah. There are certain games though that I think should never be below twenty bucks. And I think twenty bucks is too low for them. But at that point, like like when I see like The Last of Us for five dollars, I get fucking I hate it. Like that game should never be five fucking dollars. But everyone's played it. Doesn't matter. It's not a five dollar <laughs> fucking game ever. I haven't played it. Well, you can buy it for five bucks and fucking insult them. But uh but I'm an asshole and I'll like buy a game like twice sometimes just because I, I mean, liked I it so two, much. So. I've bought um, Stardew Valley twice. I've bought yeah. Final Fantasy VII. I don't know how many fucking times at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I just gave up on Castlevania Symphony of the Night. We, we know it's fantastic. We know it's the best <laughs> Castlevania. We all it's know. We've all played it on everything ever. Fucking, when it, they're like, it's coming out for this console. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know it is. Just money here, take again. my money. <laughs> I'm just like, no, not this time. You already got it. I already bought this like eight times. You're not getting it this time. Like, come on. Yeah, please stop. You don't want to play on here? What about this? You can play it over there. No, not there either. How about this? No, fucking stop. I already own it on everything else. <laughs> come on. It's a good game. I know it's a fucking good game. I know it is. Everybody does. It's fantastic. I just don't, I just, I'm done buying it. I've been buying it for 20 years. <laughs> just one more time. Come on. <laughs> Just, 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 just another hit. Come on. Get a little bit more Symphony of the Night in you. Did you know that the game goes upside down when you beat it? Yeah, I know. Everybody knows that. Everybody's heard that a million times. We've all experienced it. Alucard's cool. Yeah, I know. He's pretty His cool. His name is Dracula backwards. Yeah. That, everybody, everybody knows. Thanks. Fucking, <laughs> we've all bought it 20 times. Anyway. We are talking about Crackdown 3, so let us know in the comments. Uh, what do you think of Crackdown 3? Have you played it? Have you not played it? Why are you not playing it? Do you plan on playing it? If you are playing it, what do you think about it? Honest opinions, and nobody's going to give you shit for what you think of it. If you fucking love it, let me know why you love it. You can easily convince me to buy a game as long as you tell me. It's pretty good. Um, so, you know, let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Crackdown 3. What do you, what do you think about uh, the development cycle of this game and what came of it? Do you think it, uh, you know, served it, the time put into it, worked out for it? Or do you think developmental hell fucked it up in some way? Let me know everything you think about when it comes to Crackdown 3. Another game I am super excited about. Uh, Anthem's coming out very soon. It kind of already came out a little bit. People played for like 10 hours or some shit, so I'm told. But, um... But yeah, there is a trailer uh, that was directed by Neil Blumkamp, uh, Bloom Blumkamp, uh, by Oats Studios, which is his um, like independent uh, uh, film company, and they partnered with uh, Bioware and EA, <laughs> and uh, 
<laughs> and he directed a three-minute trailer uh, called Conviction for Anthem. Uh, I thought it'd be interesting to watch because I actually really like Neil Blomkamp and uh, I like Oat's Studio a lot. Um, and I am uh, in the middle about thinking about what my opinion on Anthem. I've played it. It's okay. Um, people are saying it's good to not good. Um, so that part's not as exciting. I'm just kind of excited to see what he did with it. He also did like a Halo trailer back there. That's why he got fucking yeah. famous. Um, he's supposed to direct a Halo movie in Alien 5. And uh, ni- neither of those worked out for him, which kind of sucks because the three movies he's made on the budgets he made on them, he's, this motherfucker's a legend. So like he should not have been able to make District 9, District 9 on that fucking budget. That was like the same year Avatar came out, and it cost like fucking... 600 billion dollars to make avatar <laughs> and then neil someone hand him like five bucks and he's just like yeah i'll take care of it. i'll do it and then he made like photorealistic fucking aliens yeah it was weird it's crazy oh yeah i like both movies though so i'm not trying to talk shit um yeah we're gonna watch this what do you, what do you guys you guys got any other things saying about this before we watch? i have uh very little to say in the regards of anything of anthem just because uh i don't have like it, we it, we discussed, I don't really have a, a strong desire to play this type of game right now, um, and I keep hearing, essentially, it's fine. Yeah, and that's not exciting for me. Yeah, so I have other games to play. People who like Xbox, Crackdown Three, Anthem, and what was the first thing we watched? Um, Battle right? Yeah, Royale. <laughs> All those people are gonna watch this episode and fucking burn us to the ground. Oh, well, they're not. In the right spot, then. Episode 89, the haters episode. Not hating, just you. Not us. Definitely picked stuff that was not a part. Oh, it's fucking Seth's fault, huh? (laughs) You picked the videos. Seth's fucking channel. Seth fucking, it's his shows, his ideas. He, 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 he edits the episodes. He picked the things to watch. He's talking the shit. Uh No, that last part's not true. Okay. All right. Uh, I was just backing you up. That that being said, uh, I also really enjoy uh, Neil's work. Bloom so. comp. So this should be fun at the very least, I think. It's Afrikaans. Uh, Chris, thoughts on Afrikaans? Uh, I'm kind of in the same boat as Chevy. Like, I'm just not looking for a game that's mediocre at the moment. But there's plenty of those to go around. But what, do you th- need- but what do you think about Anthem? We're not talking about Crackdown 3 anymore. <laughs> Ooh, got him. <laughs> <laughs> where's the ointment at on that burn the shade of it all um i didn't i didn't get to play the demo or the yeah the demo week i didn't get to play that because i have a job now and it's awful yeah um, welcome to adulting yeah they are no. awful no my back hurt but, all uh, last week everything i've heard about it is like you said it's 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 okay to mediocre i'm not saying anything amazing i don't think anything terrible about it either but it's just I don't know. I'm not looking for something that's mediocre. Did you like or have you seen District 9, Chappie, or Elysium? Uh-oh. I think I've seen District 9. Okay. It's pretty much a video game movie, but it's... I think that's the only one I've seen. I didn't see Chappie, and I didn't... I think I've seen parts of Elysium. I think me and Seth are probably like, some of the only people who liked Elysium. <laughs> yeah, I like all his movies. <laughs> I even like Chappie, and I'm not a D'Antverd fan. I haven't watched that one yet. I... Still, for some reason, have missed that movie. Chappie's book. You don't still call some daddy. <laughs> he beats the fuck out of someone because he's like, that guy stole that car from me. And it's some guy driving his own car. And Chappie beats the fuck out of the guy and pulls him out of the car. He's like, you don't still call some daddy. 
<laughs> yeah. It's 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 good. That's fun. Let's watch this. Let's watch this. You ready, Chris? Yes. Three, two, one, and go. Damn, he's pulled two million views. EA Games. Long, long ago. We were the slaves of the Urgoth. And eventually, after much strife, we broke free. There's HBO ad, dude. Fucking sign them up. Sign them up. Budget and a decent script, he'd be the guy to make a video game movie. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I think he could have totally done a fucking hit movie for sure. February 22nd. Okay, that literally gave me goosebumps watching that. He watches yeah. movies. Holy yeah, shit. his movies are dope. 
He also has, uh, I think it's on that YouTube channel. He has a bunch of little free. Uh, Oat Studios, yeah. He does like 15-minute movies, movies that are yeah. really fucking cool. He's, he's like I was saying when we were watching it, like if someone gave him the budget and a decent script, he'd make the vid- he'd be the guy to make a video game movie. I he's think. he's an early visionary director that just hasn't been funded. Like all the great directors who are old now who made all those great movies in like the 80s and the 70s and shit. He's one of them. He's just not getting the money to make the movies. Like yeah. every time I see one of his movies, I'm like, he has such fucking cool ideas. So that was very cool. Yeah, I wish I was interested in the game, but I, I would watch that movie. That, that's what I was gonna say. I was, I was watching. I'm like, if that was a movie, I'd be down to watch it. It looks I fucking cool. I want it to be an HBO series. Like that's that would what be I good want too. from it. Yeah, yeah, it looked like a like a show that you would see on on HBO for sure, which I would totally watch too. Um, it's funny too because all the advertising for Anthem so far has been like, you know, generic rock songs and shit, and and people flying around. It's like get your buddies and get ready to squad up. <laughs> and it's just like you know yeah that's that's what those games do yep no, that, <laughs> but was, that cool. was like fucking intense and epic and the cinematography was really good i don't know shit about the story of anthem so all the things they're mentioning i'm just like it sounds epic yeah that's what happens when you have an advertising budget though yeah. <laughs> you can make stuff like that well, that's the thing that's kind of neat about him doing i like how we're talking about him and not anthem really but that's the thing his product. when he when he first started uh oats studios at first i was like what the fuck how is he getting the funding to be making these movies but he made district nine on the cheap so the motherfucker knows how to do cgi cheaply but at the same time it's it's advertising mm-hmm. it's just getting viewed on youtube um yep. he already has a foot in the door anyway and now you know ea's like hey make a fucking commercial for anthem and he got paid for it i'm sure they funded it yep, so for sure um it's interesting that he's pretty much uh made a advertising uh company for himself with oat studios yeah so smart yeah um and anyone could upload to youtube so yeah exactly yeah if you haven't watched any of his shorts check him out he's got a bunch of them on there and they're all free so to watch so they're really neat um but yeah uh does that get me excited for anthem no not really which is kind of weird because i actually really liked the trailer it got me pumped for something yeah i i i and we already said it but i could watch yeah that you know for a long if fucking he was time, if man. he was directing that into something mm-hmm. yeah fuck yeah but uh i think uh because we've been playing games and and we've gone through so much gaming advertising over the years and stuff like that mm. you see something that isn't gameplay and the brain immediately goes this is advertising yeah and you mm. just acknowledge it for what it is versus like when you watch like an e3 or you know a playstation experience or uh you know any other event and they actually have like a gameplay presentation that's all of a sudden when you're getting all pumped and hyped for the game at that point because you're you're being shown the game mm-hmm. Uh, and in this, you know, you you told me we're essentially watching a three minute movie by Neil Bloomkamp, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, oh, cool, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, and that's what what it was. Mm-hmm. Even though it was technically an anthem advertisement, it does get that word out there, and maybe people who aren't necessarily somehow miss an advertisement for this game, but they're into this guy. It's just more people paying attention to the game. So I mean, it's smart yeah. in that regard. So. Yeah, it just kind of kind of circulates in that ecosystem mm-hmm. of like whether you're into him or the game, you're getting advertising both ways for sure. So um, for me though, as a big movie fan, that just really kind of solidified that I like his style. Mm. And I wish he'd make more movies. And he's been fucked out of two pretty big movies that would have put him on the map. Yeah. So, and when he makes his own movies, people like him. 
but you know mm-hmm. they're always lower budget if he had like a budget to make a huge fucking movie with a property that people love um i think it would really yeah know, i think so too knock it out of the park i was really stoked for alien five because when they're like he's gonna direct it, i'm like i think he could do it yeah and so, then ridley scott went ah, i'm taking it back yeah, he's like, I know I said I wasn't going to make Alien anymore, but I want to do it right and now. And I'm Ridley feeling... Scott, and you can't tell me no. Yeah, there's no yeah. discussion. And then he has to go, okay, yeah, that's fine. Yep. It's yours. <laughs> so, you know, thanks for even thinking of me. Yep. Which thanks sucks. for the nod. Yeah. And I like Ridley Scott, so I'm just like, that just sucks. That's a <laughs> shitty situation. <sighs> um, Where do we go from that? It was a cool trailer. Neil Blomkamp's awesome. Anthem, I hope, is awesome. And if you guys are enjoying it, tell me what you're loving about it. We already talked to Psycho about it. He's uh, he. There's a lot of things about I think it he's, he's liking. Probably the most fair person. Yeah, uh, I've talked to because he's not trying to just shit all over it. You know. Well, I, he, I, I can tell that he's he's interested in the game. He's mm-hmm. he enjoyed it. Um, even talking with like Almixai, fucking. He bought it. He's playing it, but he's he's more thinking about. And sorry if I'm trying. I'm not trying to represent you guys and your thoughts. Correct me if this I'm is wrong. What we got from it. What I got from it. Yeah. yeah, but he was more so worried about pretty much what we're worried about in the sense of like the longevity of it, where it's sure. gonna go when he's done with it. Is he just gonna be done with it, or is he gonna have something to look forward to? Which right. is the big problem with that genre at all. But um, I am. I don't know. I'm fucking like on the fence of just picking up for the fuck of it just to have it because here's what's going to happen. I know enough people who are going to play it. We're going to end up getting this game at some point. Yeah. It's going to happen. I just right? don't. I just not stoked to get it. But first are we, day. we going to get it at $60 or are we going to wait till three DLCs come out and there's a deal on the vanilla game? I mean, they release it for free. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, that's really what it's going <laughs> to yeah. come down to. Are we going to play for plus club? I have a feeling it's going to be the latter. Yeah. So, Unless it comes down and gets great reviews and people are like, yeah, the full game's awesome. I've been telling everybody, like, if you beat the game, it sucks that I normally I'd never want anyone to tell me what they really think of a game after they beat it, like, in detail. But, like, this game, you know, if someone beats it and they're like, this game's fucking awesome, like, the end game is really good, then I'll be like, oh, that's that's good. Mm-hmm. That, that actually gets me stoked. Because sure. I have the same concerns as I would say most people do. I, there's not a whole lot of, like different opinions when it comes to people's concerns with the game it's all the same concern pretty much so and the, i don't know if the demo really helped that at all um so i think the people who are playing it and enjoying it for what it is um you know are in the right but i also think people who are concerned where it's going like i said i don't really think anyone i haven't heard a whole lot of people say the game's bad it's just not enough to get them fucking super pumped. I've seen a couple people on like YouTube who are like, I have all this we've, shit. We've done this but, a couple times now. Yeah. 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 I mean, I said that and earlier. Lessons it's, it's, weren't learned. Yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> all these games are pretty much doing the same thing. I'm waiting for the yeah. one that, that, that goes the extra mile fucking is, you know, D E and fucking just, hey, there's even people who just want, wrecks it. Want someone else to come up and be great anyways. Cause they want D E to get motivated again, I guess. Because there's a lot of people feel like they're just kind of slowing down. So yeah, it's weird how they've been making that game for so long, and now it's just kind of like has been put into the genre with everybody else. Even though that game follows a lot of like hub-based faux MMO four-player co-op games that have existed sure. way before mm-hmm. PSO, PSU, Vindictus, bunch of games have existed before it. But um, now that it's big and popular, it just kind of gets lumped in. And I think it's fair at this point because you are getting an experience where you're partnering up with your friends and going to missions together and coming back to a hub, like all these games. But and Easily putting hundreds of hours in. But, but DE 
has their, their dreamers. They got fucking ideas and they realize them. Mm-hmm. I never know what's coming next in Warframe. And I love that. Whereas a lot of these games, I know, I know what's going to happen. And I don't, I don't want to know that. I want to fucking go, oh shit, what's going to happen in the end? When someone's like, oh, in the division two, you're going to get some weapons at the end. You can't get the rest of the game. I'm like, that's a start. That's good. Mm-hmm. But now I know that too. And I'm just like, now what? Yeah, exactly. So I'm just waiting for someone to go like, at the end of the game, you're going to have a fucking spaceship that you and your friends are going to be able to fucking uh, uh, upgrade and work towards making better while doing fucking just just anything, anything to fucking <laughs> add to it. Like something big and grand, something that you're going to be like, this is awesome. I want to do this with my fucking friends. Yeah. Not just go, let's run that dungeon over and over again until I get that weapon everybody has. So... Sorry to shit on all those games. I, I like them all. I was saying, I've spent all day today killing things over and over and over again for a level. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I just trying it. to clear when I one Anthem's just the new one that's coming out. The division will be the next one, yep. but that's why we're talking about it. But like we keep, I, I keep trying to take the conversation away from Anthem. Because I don't think there's anything wrong with Anthem. It's more the genre. So I, I, I want to keep... definitely not yeah. a focal point on one Yeah, I, I'm trying to divert the fucking conversation over to the genre itself. Because the genre itself has not been around long as it is right now. But it's already tired. So it's... It's not being pushed. Yeah. I mean, it's, Battle Royals pushed harder than that genre. It, it, they're taking the, the, the Comcast approach and, and giving you just enough uh, to keep you paying. Yeah. So... Pretty much. It's not quite an MMO. It doesn't have the support, no, well, but it's not. It's not also a simple co-op shooter, right? And there's no excuse they couldn't put the time and effort into making something uh, crazy. Uh, but especially AAA companies, they should be able to do fucking the sky's the limit. Get crazy. Got to make it. that top profit though. The top I look, profit. I look at that that little French guy who's fucking making goddamn um, Beyond Good and Evil two, and the scale of what they're doing with that fucking game. And I'm not trying to say that's part of that genre, but like that game's got co-op. Mm-hmm. And that definitely is coming off as a passion project. That game is insane looking. Mm-hmm. I'm pumped for that shit. Why the fuck are none of these companies doing something like that? It's expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that guy's doing it. He's fucking up there crying about it. Because he likes it. Well, and it's just, it's just funny because that is a, a huge company that is t- is taking a risk but we, we've said it before ubisoft uh will take risks but they also have their their safe zones that they're making their money in yep. and they do just enough to keep you buying them yep. like uh they're just a little less they got their formulas they're just a little less uh here's a little more about it than than other companies are they they're also do, like we say all the time real quick to fucking step back yeah like, how about this? But like, I fucking hate. It. They're like, whoa, we're joking. Yeah. Hold on, give it. Give us four years. It's gonna be amazing. They, they take you know a risk every yet. once in a while with Assassin's Creed, and when it works, they go, okay, let's run this until people get bored of it. You mm-hmm. know, and they're doing it right now with the RPG model, and people are loving it right now. But people are gonna get bored, and they're gonna have to try something else. And people are gonna go, I don't like it. And they're, oh, we're not doing it anymore, like you said. Oh, and okay. then when they like it, they're like, this is Assassin's Creed now. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, that's why when I see New Dawn, Far Cry, New Dawn, going a different direction, I'm like, is Ubisoft trying to fucking change, change. this up? Yeah, they've done it before. They do this shit. They're like, you guys like this? No, okay, that's, we, no, we don't either. <laughs> Fuck that game. Or they're like, you like this? I'm like, yeah, this is great. They're, they're like, like oh, this is the game now. They're like the guy in the kitchen who's just cooking a bunch of shit, and they're like serving it, and then they're just like, 
Do you like it? Mm. No, that's not a good rate. Okay. Needs more salt. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Hold on a second. <laughs> let, me, let me figure this out. I agree. <laughs> Where's fucking Activision? You're like, I don't like this. Like, uh-huh. Eat it. But you bought Pay it. double. You already got it, though, so just make the best of it. I'm done talking to you. The transaction's complete. And EA, you're like, I don't like this. They're like, fuck you. Yeah, Activision's literally <laughs> like, product, money, and then like you look at it, you look up, and they're gone. Like, Bye, bitch. <laughs> Just fucking bunch of car exhaust in your face. You're like, where the fuck did they go? Yeah, he's just sitting there staring at you, and you go to say something, they bam, backhand. And then they treat they fuck tell you there's something wrong with you. This game's not good. You're not good. You're not good enough. We shouldn't be fucking making this shit for you. Like we're just giving them all personas. They they've had dude, this these have been the personas in my head for fucking years. When uh when what was that company that's trying to buy out Ubisoft and they start doing some crazy shit to, Yeah. I wanted to make a whole fucking parody where goddamn there was a there was a, a baguette that said Ubisoft and fucking the guy who runs Ubisoft is holding it and Vivendi comes up and they're like Give me that baguette He's like No it's my baguette He's like Give me that baguette He's like No it's my baguette And fucking <laughs> they start ripping chunks off seventy five percent like I want seventy five percent like that's my seventy five percent Be perfect. That's what was happening. <laughs> Like no one gets the back end. He fucking throws in the toilet. If no one get, if they're not gonna have it, no one's gonna have it. That's what was happening. You're insulting Jeremy. He's French Canadian. I didn't say shit about Canadians. <laughs> That's the. Fr- I'm talking about the, f- the French. <laughs> my favorites. <laughs> With my perfect accent. Uh, very, we, very good. <laughs> I think that's a good place to end it, though. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the fuck we've been talking about for the last like five minutes, but let me know what you think of it. Um, we think about the French. Keep it, keep it good and nice and civil. About Neil Bloom Camp. Uh, we think about Afrikaans. We think about baguettes. What do you think about um, faux MMOs as a genre? Do you think there's room? Are you tired of them? Are you where we're at? Do you fucking love them? What would fix them for you if you do have a problem with them? What companies would you give a persona to? Like I said before, I think Nintendo, she's like, you like fun? I'm like, yeah, I like fun. We were going to have fun. That's Nintendo. Everybody's just clapping <laughs> and having fun. High-fiving and shit. And they're just rooting you on. Yeah, you did it. That's Nintendo. <laughs> just the the best, most support you could ever fucking have. So they're a cheerleader. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. They love it. They love you loving it. It's all good. It's all good in Nintendo. Yeah, let me know anything you're thinking about. Uh, and that's going to do it for this episode of TasteCast episode 89. Thank you for hanging out and listening to all that shit. As always, uh, make sure to um, like, subscribe, enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook at Tasty Gaming. Check us out on Twitch at Taste Senpai, all in word. That's me and Tasty underscore Fruit. That's Chris. You can check out my streams on this channel as well when I stream. I dual stream when I stream. So if you're here and you don't like Twitch, you're like, I'm not going to fucking Twitch. You don't have to. You can just stay right the hell here. Um, although, if you want to watch them later, the streams on Twitch are recorded way better on Twitch than on YouTube. They look like shit here. So, pick your poison. Uh, we have a Discord link down below. Talk to us anytime, all the time. You can hop in there and be like, Seth, play Apex Legends with me. I'd be like, mm, maybe. And then you, you play it and you get to level fucking 40. And then I come back and you start telling me how to play the game I already played, Wade. Um, <laughs> uh, it's very fun to play that game with you and uh, we are on iTunes Spotify and other podcast 
podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us because you don't like watching things with your eyes. You use those for better things. Um, save some some data while you're driving to work or wherever the fuck you do in your life. I'm sure it's great. I'd love to hear about it. Comment below. Um, <laughs> yeah, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy. I'm Chris. And until next episode, which should be Taste Tuesday, doing it all over again. Have a great weekend. This will probably be out by Monday, though, so have a good Monday. And until Tuesday, have a good one, guys, and take it easy. Au revoir. Au revoir. This is my baguette. No. No. No.